0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. My co-host today is Dathan. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and thanks for having me. Today's topic, Red Sonja, the first feature-length theatrical film based on a Marvel Comics character. Did you know that? I didn't. (laughs) That was... even did I. That was news to me. We'll get into it in that in a moment. The film introduces Bridget Nielsen as the title character with Sandal Bergman, Paul Smith, Ronald Lacey, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in supporting roles. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. For the longest time, I thought Howard the Duck was the first live-action feature-length Marvel Comics film. But it's it turns this.
1: Out you were wrong.
0: Honestly, until today, doing prep for this, Howard the Duck came out in 86. This came out in 85. 84, wasn't it? No, 85. 84 was Conan the Destroyer. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same director, isn't it? He came Mm. back, Richard Fleischer. I'm
1: pretty sure he did Destroyer, and then he did this. He did
0: this, yeah.
1: A year later. There we go. Wow! So it was the first official Marvel comic books, uh, Marvel Comics group, or Marvel Comics, Marvel Comics uh, that character that came out onto the big screen.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. I, I it's didn't know. An interesting one. Red so Red Sonja, the sword and sorcery comic book superheroine, was created by Roy Thomas, and artist Barry Windsor Smith for Marvel Comics in 1973 it was partially inspired by robert e howard's character red Sonia of roger tina that yeah. was a slightly different thing so this red Sonia is inspired
1: by robert e howard but i think it does get a little bit right. confusing
0: because there you
1: go. i know that i know that robert e howard had a character called Baylet or something along those lines and she was a queen very much like red Sonia, who was a love interest for conan and Someone like her does appear in Destroyer, um, but not under that name, I don't think. Yeah, but this so is a character. So, sounds, yeah, she sounds to, she seems to have been like the template for, you know, uh, for Red Sonya. That's it. I mean, Tom- there is something else
0: that separates the two versions. You've mm. got Red Sonya in this movie, which is Sonja, S-O-N-J-A. A. Robert E. Howard's Red Sonja is S-O-N-Y-A. Ah, there you (laughs) go. There's there's your distinction. But
1: I I thought
0: they were the same. I thought they were the same. And for the longest time, without watching this film, because I did watch it specifically for this review, I had never seen it before. I just assumed Arnie was once again playing Conan the Barbarian. But well, I mean, he isn't. He's playing Lord Calidor, a different character altogether. I mean, who looks to me, that's like Conan.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think he's the he's the real um, elephant in the room with this movie that we need to address because it's it's quite a um a quandary. The fact that Conan, uh, the fact that Arnold essentially seems to reprise the role of Conan, but I don't know whether it was to do with rights being tangled up or whatnot, but they just couldn't call him Conan. But it's essentially he is Conan. Just but again.
0: It's a different thing. This is an adaption of a Marvel comic of Red Sonja, not to be confused with Red Sonja, the Robert E. Howard character that would have been sharing the world of Conan the Barbarian.
1: Yeah, but so in this,
0: But in this world, Conan doesn't actually exist because this is based on the Roy Thomas and Barry Windsor yeah. Smith Red Sonja, not do. the Robert E. Howard. Mm-hmm. It is it's
1: unnecessarily
0: unnecessarily totally. confusing.
1: You know yeah, it is. I mean, on the, on the surface of it, they should exist in a shared world. Um, Marvel were, was publishing Conan Comics for quite a long time. Then the, the rights went to another publisher. Then recently, about five, six years ago, seven years ago, they reacquired the rights. Now they've released them again. So he's been in and out of Marvel Comics for a long time. So it makes sense that they should be together or and in, in, in occupying the same shared universe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Bit. They they feel as though they they should be together. I agree with that. Yeah, mm. completely. You know, it's interesting how Arnie's role in this actually came about because essentially mm. he signed up for a glorified cameo, and that was as a favour to the producer Dino D. Law D'Amentis, who worked on the Conan films. So really, he knew. Yeah, he knew him. From there, so as a favor, it's like, yeah, you know, I'll um I'll do a cameo. But much to Arnie's surprise, he was on the set for four weeks, three weeks longer than expected. He discovered after watching a rough cut of the film that his role had been expanded to co-star thanks to crafty angles and multiple cameras. Soon after Arnie decided to terminate his 10-year contract with the producer. So there we go. Wow. So he, I think he got a bit tricked there. I mean, we talked about how on Destroyer, he didn't have as good a time as he had on that no. first Conan film. And you've got the, well same, the same director here. And this was supposed to be, I mean, the, the movie is called Red Sonja. It's supposed to be all about her. And I don't know how Bridget Nielsen would have felt at the time, but Arnie's all over this film. And it was supposed yeah. to be supposed to be her film.
1: Yeah, and that's that's apparent. It's crazy how they tricked him in a, in, a way, in a in a matter of speaking, into being on screen longer than expected, and and to expanding his role. I mean, and then it, manipulating it
0: with with edit- editing as well, like making it appear as though he was there for more of the film than he actually would have been.
1: Yeah. All that trickery. It shows, I mean, it seems to be that every time Sonya finds herself in a spot of trouble, there's Arnie popping out of the bushes to help her. You know, oh, I'll come and help you. Oh, here I am with the rope. Here I am with a friendly helping hand. You know, oh, you're in the water there with the big monster. Yep, I'll come and help you. Do
0: you know what? He's better here though than that ridiculous scene in Destroyer when he was grabbed by the ankles and he was spinning around. Oh, like, that's, around that's the you know, most like ridiculous thing on. I've ever seen Arnie do. But for this film though, Maria Shriver. Who I believe was his wife at the time said in a yeah. TV interview that so at the premiere, she remarked, If this doesn't kill your career, nothing will. <laughs> I mean, they knew, <laughs> they, knew words. This, they knew this wasn't gonna be a good Brain. film. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's back, that's, that's forepoding, isn't it? It is is back in 1985. The film received generally Negative reviews from critics. Mm. It grossed 69. Oh no, no, it didn't. It grossed 6.9. That decimal point's important. It grossed yeah. 6.9 million in the US under a budget of 17.9 million,
1: becoming mm, a... a
0: box office bomb. Bomb. Yeah. Turkey. Yeah, there we go. The character. Mm. Let's talk about the character of Resonia. I feel like we've given Arnie enough, yeah. enough airtime. It took Dino D. Laurentiis almost a year to find an actress, Amazonian enough to play the title character. Eight weeks before production was set to happen, he saw Bridget Nielsen on the cover of a fashion magazine, the 21-year-old native of Denmark. She was in Milan for a modeling job, soon found herself on a plane heading for Rome and a successful screen test. So there you have it. Eight weeks before they're due to shoot this film, cameras are rolling. Her. They didn't have they didn't have a star, but again, the had Destroyer the year before. They're bringing Arnie back, same producer, and uh, isn't
1: it mental that they didn't have, they, everything they was in place somebody. but they just didn't have the title character?
0: Yeah, you know, no small thing.
1: It's a casual ass. She's like, oh, oh yeah, she'll do.
0: You need her. I mean, oh. when I was reading up on this. Sigourney Weaver was considered, but did did Sigourney Weaver consider it? I'm doubtful if she would have, Uh, but they at least least considered her. You know, this is a film that, you know, again came out in 85. In 2009, a remake was announced with Robert Rodriguez directing and Rose McGowan to star as Red Sonja. When Conan the Barbarian, that's the Jason Momoa remake from 2011, when that failed at the box office, Rodriguez and McGowan backed out of the project. As of 2015, the remake is in development hell. So this is the Mm. only Red Sonja, for now at least, that you're going to be able to see see on screen. You know, I did a recent rewatch of the Momoa version. I saw it on the big screen. In 3D, which was a mistake. It looked awful in 3D. But I yeah. I watched it recently at home, and do you know what? It's, it's not as bad as I remembered. Maybe it's because not too long ago I did a, a watch of Destroyer. <laughs> maybe I found a whole new appreciation, but I thought Momoa did a pretty, pretty decent job, and I think maybe yeah. we'll put a pin in that, because I didn't plan on getting this far. When we did Conan the Barbarian, that's what it was going to be. And then we did destroyer. Now we're doing Red Sonya. There's a good chance at some point. Maybe not this year. We'll there's do. a good chance. We'll do Momoa. We'll we we'll
1: yeah, we'll my memories of the Momoa one. Like, I look not to not to slight Momoa. I'm sure he did a good job with it, but my memories of having watched it, I I just didn't enjoy it. I just disliked it because I'm so used to Arnie and the role, but I just couldn't get past the fact that someone else was cast as him. Just and just didn't sit well well with me i mean I, you know i just didn't have a good time with it i thought no nah, you know what it doesn't it doesn't hold up to my original uh, memories of of conan and that's fair because you know you of course with arnie like you do think
0: mm. it's so iconic but you also yeah. think conan yeah it's no. it's arnie but, loincloth do you know what i mean though you it, like casting that's all they mean like
1: casting, like casting someone else in an iconic role. It'd be like casting someone else's Terminator, or casting someone else's Wolverine, or casting someone else's a Spider-Man. You know, like you just you just think there's no way that that could not be that actor who has played that character so successfully and so well in the past.
0: I agree with everything but Spider-Man. There's been some good Spider-Men. <laughs> They've been able yeah, okay. to, you know, you, you can go okay. all the way back to Nicholas Hammond in the seventies. Some mm. of us are old enough to remember him, and then you've got Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Uh, and then after Holland, uh, look, real
1: quickly, stop the Toby, whole thing Ma- again. Maguire, Tobey Maguire will always be my Spidey. I loved uh, what Tom Holland did. Not too mad on the Garfield iteration, but Holland was great. But Maguire will always be my Spidey.
0: I mean, it was a moment in time, wasn't it? Sam Raimi's Spider-Man mm. was incredible. I'll say this about Garfield, and there's going to be lots of people that won't agree with me on this: best live-action Spider-Man. The flip side, worst live action Peter Parker. I do not like his Peter Parker at all. Too cool That's for fair. school. He's got his skateboard. That's fair. He's making that ridiculous jump shot. Like it's very yeah. work in that first movie. But his Spider-Man, specifically in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the quips, incredible. Anyway, we're talking Back to Red Sonia. We're talking Red Sonia. You know, she doesn't wear the chainmail bikini. In this film, I thought she
1: did briefly at, at the start. Didn't she briefly do it at the start?
0: No, she doesn't. No, she's just she's something, wearing something like, like
1: it, but it like wasn't exactly robes. it. I know
0: what you mean. She doesn't wear it as she did okay. in the comics. And apparently, yeah, in the story cause... by Robert E. Howard, also had her in the chain mail bikini. Not mm. in this film.
1: No, we don't see that in this movie.
0: I mean, this film came out before Rocky Four. That's where I would have seen Bridget Nielsen for the first
1: time. In do Rocky you know what IV. spins me out... Do you know what spins me out about this movie most? And it blew my mind watching it again the other night. Ernie Reyes Jr. is in it. Kino from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Ah, oh, right. Is that who it is? He's the little kid. He's the little kid emperor. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I didn't Ernie know that. Ernie Reyes Jr. That was him. Oh, well done. I was, I was, <laughs> yeah, you see him do martial arts and shit in the movie. and I was spun out. I was a like, holy crap, it's Kino. I've had so many revelations about him in the last week. I did not know. He was the original Donatello in the first movie, in the suit.
0: Yeah, and then he's also Donatello in the second one as well. Yeah, I I knew that.
1: You shared that with me on social media, and I was like... I, I didn't. I couldn't believe it. I knew he acted as the pizza delivery boy in the second movie. I didn't know he was in the suits doing Donnie's movements. When you alluded to it, I'm like, well... He clearly doesn't mean that because he's like the biggest turtles fan. I'm sure he knows that. But anyway, I know. I, I being a big I, as big a turtles fan as, I, fan as I am, I did not know that he was a, he was a live action turtle in the suit. So we're doing it again. Twice. We're doing it again. We, we, we are. But my point <laughs> is, but moving, I'm bringing it yes. back. Okay. I know I'm on a tangent, but I'm bringing it back. My, my, twice in the same week, I've had a revelations about Ernie Reyes Jr. And I couldn't believe it that he was the little kid in this movie.
0: That, that's a warranted revelation. I'm glad that you you shared it. I mean, I mentioned Rocky Four before when we were talking Bridget Nielsen. I stopped myself from mentioning Beverly Hills Cop too, which oh. of course I've just done now. But they were the films that I closely associated with her. She's tall, she does look like an Amazon, she's got that yeah. height, and she's always got that recognizable short hairstyle. Always.
1: Yeah. This film, Wig, you can't tell well, me otherwise. It's a wig. Well, I don't, yeah, actually, that's, that's not confirmed, but I, I'd say it is. It looks That, like, tracks, that tracks, actually. It lo- it's not that a tries. great wig, either. I was watching you know Sarah, and Sarah was like, that's a wig. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. She's got this amazing ability to tell which actresses are wearing wigs and which ones aren't. So she knows mean, straight away. If I was to describe the hairstyle, mullet, maybe? <laughs> it's not a I mean, Red it mullet.
0: is. It's short Red and a, got a bit of length yeah. at the back. But she goes, she I guess they didn't want to go too long. Because Anyway. But she, was she's fine. Like this, this was her first film. Like she was Here's a model, got put yeah. in a film. She got given dialogue, and I thought she, yeah, she was fine.
1: Yeah, no, she's good. She's serviceable in the role. Here's a question for you: If you were to cast an actress as Red Sonia these days, who would you cast? Who do you think would um, make a good Red Sonia? Oh, I'd have to have a think. Maybe Rose McGowan. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't you think? Know. No, I, I in her like, well, probably not now because she's aged a, bit, a little bit more. But uh, say like a decade or so ago, in her prime, a bit more. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Really? Yeah, I reckon Bryce Dallas Howard would have been a good red signer. Okay. Imagine, um, her with, imagine her with all burnt hair, like red hair. Oh, she's got the red hair, but you need you need to hair. you so, need to think beyond the hair color. Yeah. Well, I just thought she'd be a pretty good red signer.
0: Not necessarily as a redhead, which I guess you see in the title. She's supposed to have red hair. Maybe that's why they gave her the wig and didn't want to dye Nielsen's hair. But somebody like Michelle Rodriguez or somebody like, um, oh, was the actress that played Starbuck in the Battlestar Galactica
1: reboot. No, I haven't seen out. it.
0: Oh, what is her name? She's in...
1: We'll find out off, off air. She's... We'll look into it we'll find out. Oh,
0: no, she, she's in The Mandalorian. You know who I'm talking about.
1: Oh, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Is it Carla? Oh, hang on. I, I, know the, I think I know the, the chick you're talking about. She's the warrior chick that uh, the Mandalorian hooks up with, hangs out with? Yeah,
0: she's all, well, she's also a Mandalorian
1: Gia, herself. Gia, G, Gina or Gia something? No,
0: not, not her. She was, not her. no.
1: Okay. No, all she's
0: right. blonde. Oh, what is her name? See, this is because you put me on the spot. <laughs> Hang on, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to have to look I've, this up. I've, I've, I've been managed to put you on the spot.
0: You have. I am talking about... Come on, where are you? Katie Sackoff? There we go. Okay.
1: Oh, Katie right, Sackhoff. Right,
0: right. If, okay. if I was going to cast somebody, I would cast her. I think she would be excellent. Whether they made it then or whether they made it now, I think she would be really, okay. really good. I mean, we've got to the point where we are fan casting... <laughs> Another Red Sonja film. Um, before we oh, finish it's on, it's up, on though, topic. it is on, on topic. Ah, oh, no, but come on. <laughs> Usually, when we review something, we stay on the review. I think we've had yeah, more evidence. Okay. I'll
1: pay on that. That's, uh, that's fair. I'll pay that.
0: Than recent reviews, which is okay. You know, we're just uh, we're just having a chat. But before we wrap up, so we've mm. talked about this film and it, and not necessarily always in the in the in the best light. The composer Ennio Morricone. I mean, if you look, I mean, yes, Arnie's a big
1: name, but if you're looking for big time composers, composers, he's the guy who composed man. this I mean, film. I mean, even Metallica use him as this uh, intro music before they take the stage. I they mean, play his big Spaghetti Western stuff.
0: With Arnie, like they definitely positioned him to be more important to this movie than maybe mm. he is, or definitely more than what it was supposed to be. But if you just go into this, The debut of Bridget Nielsen, model, now she's in this action movie. It's very, I don't know, there's a cheapness to it. But when you go into someone like that as the composer, it's just Mm. next level. I mean, I'm sure everybody listening to this is familiar, but if you're not, with more than 400 scores for cinema and TV, as well Mm. as more than 100 classical works, Morricone is wildly considered one of the most prolific and greatest film composers of all time, and yep. the composer of Red Sonia. He also did The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and many, many spaghetti westerns. But this is one of his. Uh, this is one of his scores. That's it's crazy, a highlight. Man.
1: It's a highlight. It's definitely maybe one they, of the better things of maybe, the film. Maybe they threw most of their budget
0: getting him. Maybe, and then just worked it back. They got him the. They paid Arnie for a week, kept him for four. <laughs> Bit I, of didn't really, for I didn't really
1: get the sense that Arnie was carrying this movie, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It it should have been mm-hmm. Red Sonia, And, you know, whether it's with Katie Sackoff, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rose McGowan. Well, I'm talking about after this. like Whether, you know, when we finally, because I'm sure it'll happen, get another Red Sonja movie, they can actually do mm-hmm. it about Vittoria, whereas this movie, yeah. yeah, she was she was ta- she was tagging along a lot of the time
1: with Callidor. She was second tier, man. She was riding on his coattails, and that's so apparent.
0: Yeah, but maybe I mean I I don't know. First time actor, maybe they felt as though even sure. though she had the look, she didn't have the chops. Uh, not to say she didn't get them later on in her career, but just this being her first film. Arnie was already drumming up a fan base on the back of Conan. established, yeah. This movie happened after Terminator. So in 84, we had done the Terminator. Wow. And then he's doing this. So you can see why. Wow. They're like, hey, let's include more of Arnie. But anyway, that is, that's Red Sonia. And if you're going to rate this film out of five.
1: Look, man, I'm I'm pretty sure I must have texted you a couple of days ago and said, I think this show is about to have its first one from me. And I'm standing by that. I'm going with a with a hard one out of out of five for me. Um, and I think that's just because it's. I just when I watched this movie, I just thought, you know what, this is really not holding up for me. It's, it's 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 um, I'm like I just it was a struggle to get through it. I was kind of cringing and laughing most of the way through it, to be honest with you. Um, there were some moments that were pretty cool, you know, like the discovery of only race junior as a little kid. I was like, oh well, that's cool. Um, you know, that was a, a a bit of a a fun moment. Um, Arnie, of course, is the big selling point for me. If it weren't for Arnie's involvement in the film, I just don't think it would have the strength. I just don't think, and that's not a a knock on or a slight to Bridget Nelson. Nielsen. Um, I think it's just the writing's not there. The effects are cheap and tacky for their day. Um, they clearly threw all their money at at, at getting Arnie and, and, and locking down their composer. It just feels to me like parts of it, Feel like it could be part of Conan's world, like the ceremonial sort of ritual sort of elements at the start of it. Um, that's very in keeping with, with Robert E. Howard and his universe, and, and even what Roy Thomas was doing for, for uh, with the property for Marvel. But yeah, it just doesn't have the the gravi- the grav the gravitas the gravitas uh, or the pull that Conan did uh, as a, as a fun sword and sandal sorcery epic. So for me, it's just a very very lowly one out of out of five, and I wish it could be more than that, but I just didn't really enjoy it.
0: Well, I'm blaming you for this. I watched Conan the Barbarian because of you. Then watched Conan the Destroyer because of you. And Red Sonia just following that trend, he's like, okay, let's do the next one and the next one. Even though technically, as we've covered, isn't a part of those Conan worlds, but as you say, feels like it. It looks like mm. that world. Arne is there with his long hair and his big sword. It very much feels like you're watching a Conan film, but it's it's a different thing, and it's a bad film. It is absolutely a bad film, and it's not one of those bad films where it's so bad it's good. It's just bad. Like it is a bad film, and I'm going to come in at a one out of five. Also, it's it's a low it's a low score. But do you know what? Your your message to me wasn't cryptic at all because earlier in the day, you said. I'm going to watch Red Sonja tonight. And then later on, after you'd watched it, you messaged me saying, you didn't mention Red Sonja, but you said, I think I've just watched my first one out of five. I'm like, hmm, what's that going to be? Red Sonja maybe? Yeah, like, I'm not surprised. Not I, subtle at all.
1: I knew you your took review. The words right out of my mouth, though. Your, 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 your wrap-up took the words right out of my mouth. That was brilliantly put. Uh, and he's there with his big sword, and his long hair and his big sword. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's and That's pretty much what this movie is. It's what they
0: clearly wanted him to do. And he did that, but in a film that's not as good as those other films. I love
1: love the way you were like, it's not so bad that it's good. It's just bad. That cracked me up. I don't like to be too
0: harsh, but when it's bad...
1: Come on, man. Come on. When it's it's bad, though,
0: you've got to call a spade a spade.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. Let's hope that one day they do a better job.
0: Well, they've tried. Maybe they'll try again. We live in hope. Well. That's it for our episode all about Red Sonja. If you want to contact us about this episode or request a topic for an upcoming show, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. Nathan, thanks for being on the show today. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.